Hello, welcome to the Show Oshibeson podcast. Show Oshibeson is the lead pastor, Grace Made Christian Center, where we raise change agents. We do hope you'll be refreshed by God's word today. Happy listening! people God no go shame you tell them with a preacher's voice say God will not shame you God will not shame you hallelujah glory to God please take your seats this morning in the presence of the Lord can we celebrate the great service this morning what a powerful powerful ministration praise God and I'm glad to announce to you that September 17th, Grace Made Service will be having a mega concert. Praise God. It's going to be happening September 17th, live in this building. Praise God. It will be awesome, mind-blowing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Say, neighbor, minimum efforts, maximum enjoyment. Is that what they called it? Minimum efforts. That is prophetic. Minimum efforts. Maximum enjoyment. That will be your portion in the name of Jesus. Do you believe that this morning? Come on, give the Lord a big hand up. Praise everybody. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I mean, I was blessed by that song. And the song that says that all things, that was my word. I don't know about what that was my own word that everything is going to work together for my good do you receive that this morning glory to god he says and we know that all things works together for good to them that love god to them who have the called according to his purpose praise god i believe that word and i'm going to go into that week with that word that everything is working together for my good glory to God thank you for that powerful ministration I mean that was it for me praise God can we celebrate the great Sammy say amen one more time glory to God all right let's go into some teaching this morning can we celebrate all our online viewers this morning people watching on Instagram watching on YouTube praise let's give them a big hand of praise hallelujah glory be to god i'm going to teach very briefly this morning we have some games to play some connections to make praise god and it's going to be a great time in the presence of god this morning are you ready for god's word this morning james chapter 3 james chapter 3 from verse 1 to 6 we're going to take two readings this morning the first one is from the book of james chapter number 3 verse 1 to 6 if you say yes I'm there if you say yes I'm there if you're not there say wait for me alright say the untamable tongue my brethren let not many of you become teachers knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment Says, for we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, able also to breathe the whole body. Verse 3. 
Indeed, we put beads in horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn their whole body. Look also at sheep, although they are so large, all right, they are so large and are driven by fierce winds. They are turned by a very small ruder wherever the pilot desires. So as big as a ship is, he's saying to us that it's been controlled by very small elements. Are you with me this morning? He says, even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how a forest, a little fire kindles. I want us to read verse 6 together. Are you ready? One, two, ready, read. And the tongue is a fire. I said, let us read together. Are you ready this morning? James 3, 6. If you don't have your Bibles, you can please reach out for your phone to, to read. Praise God. Are you ready? I can't hear you. I say, are you ready? James 3, 6, 1, 2, ready, read. Glory to God. All right, let's take a second reading from the book of James. Sorry, Proverbs 18, 21. It's a very popular scripture, Proverbs 18, 21. Glory be to God. Proverbs 18, 21. It says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those that love it would get the benefit thereof. I'm trying to get different translations here. Proverbs 18, 21. It says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat its fruit. Lord, I ask that you bless your word this morning. Let the entrance of your word give light in the name of Jesus. We give you all the praise in Jesus. I just say a loud amen. I chose for a title this morning, The Power of Words. The Power of Words. One of the most important disciplines we must develop, you know, in the world that we live in right now is the use of our words. So in Proverbs 18, 21, the Bible tells us, it says, death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruits. So what it means is that not everyone will hit the fruits of the tongue. Not everyone will benefit from the usage or the right usage or the right use of their tongue. So this is a discipline that you and I need to cultivate to use our tongue, to use our words in a way that it benefits us. There's a high tendency that we are not deliberate about the words we speak, all right, especially when we begin to talk about being real. Let us be real. Let us call a spade a spade. Let's not fool ourselves. 
things are bad let us put faith aside we understand there is faith but this is real life so we have to be deliberate about the the words that we speak you know if you live in nigeria i believe that one of the prayers you can pray for yourself is that god no go shame us i'm telling you you know the things that embarrass you in this nation are things between the range of 10k and 20k anyway that's in the house your gas finishes all of a sudden Any witness in the house? And from your calculation, that gas should not have finished. Am I, am I talking to you this morning? And because you did not plan for it, you were still thinking that it will meet September. But here you are, faced with the reality of a finished gas. All of a sudden, you know, sometimes, you know, as a parent, you know, I find it very, very upsetting that after we have paid school fees, they come up with different things. Cultural day. What is, what? And you're thinking, we didn't plan for this. And then they need to make a dress for both of them, and it's going to cost about 50K, 40K sometimes. And you're wondering, what is what celebrating in this nation? What, what is cultural about this day? Now, if you are not a parent, you will not understand, trust me. But very soon you will understand. <laughs> Glory to God. So you need to understand that words are powerful. And words create the atmosphere around our lives. Now, you don't have to believe or agree with this reality. But that is the truth. The words that we speak have the capacity, have the potential to chart the course of our lives. Whether you agree or not, glory be to God. Our destinies would be a product of the words that we speak. The words that we speak today will be our reality tomorrow. As a matter of fact, where we are right now are a product of the words that we spoke many years ago. Somebody say amen to that. Now, this is so powerful because we can corroborate that from the Bible in Genesis 2.19. That is so powerful to me. Glory to God. The Bible says God himself, Genesis 2.19, brought the animals now watch this god did not name any animal genesis 2 19 the bible tells us that god brought the animals nameless to adam to see what he would call them <laughs> god brought the animals nameless lion was not in existence so they were just mere animals all right and the bible tells us that god brought these animals to adam to see what he would call them 
and the Bible tells us, glory to God, that whatever he called them, that was their name. So what now, watch this, in 1 Corinthians 15, 45, we see two expressions of man. We see the first Adam and the second and the last Adam, all right? And the Bible tells us that the first Adam was a soul, all right, was a living being. The second Adam is a life-giving spirit. And you are after the order of the second Adam, who is Jesus. So if the first Adam, <laughs> you are called all over. If the first Adam can name all, someone say lie away, can name all the animals, name them. And sometimes God brings things your way to see what you will call them. He brings a lack situation to see what you will call them. He brings a situation that looks like obscurity to see what, whatever you call them, that is what it will be. Oh, you don't have money. I'm in lack. That is what it will be. You don't have money. I have abundance. That is what it will be. Whatever he called them. You see, God is so particular about the words you speak out of your mouth. So you have the capacity to create and recreate. Because you were made after the order of God. God is a spirit. John 4 24. You are a spirit. You have the capacity to name and to rename. Glory be to God. You can name your future right now. You can name your future in your current reality. Glory be to God. Words have creative power. And if you read the book of Genesis, you will see how that God made the heavens and the hearts out of nothing. In the beginning, God created. In the beginning, Elohim bara. The word bara is to make something out of nothing. Are you here this morning? So in the beginning, Elohim barad. In the beginning, God made something out of nothing. And you see that in the book of Hebrews, all right? The writer of Hebrews began to corroborate that reality. And he says that through faith, glory to God, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are, are not made out of things which you appear. So the things that you see in the realm of the natural were created from the realm of the spirit. So therefore, words are raw materials for producing our realities. So what you see is what you get. And that is not a quotable quote, it's scripture. Glory to God. The word was made by the word of God. And not just that the world was made by the word of God. The world is being sustained by the word of God. How do I know this? Hebrews 1.3 1, It says that God is upholding all things 
by the word of his power. So the reason why this word has not collapsed is because God's word is still upholding it. The day God gives up on this world, everything will disappear. Glory be to God. So you must be deliberate about what you say. So having understood this, how should you speak? Number one, speak intentionally. Speak intentionally. In Matthew 12, 36 to 37, let me show you. Matthew 12. Oh, glory to God, I'm anointing here this morning. Matthew 12, 36 to 37. Glory to God. Matthew 12, 36 to 37. It says, But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give account on the day of judgment. So the seven now says, For by your words thou shalt be justified. And by your words, you shall be condemned. So, it says in verse 36, it says that every idle word that men shall speak, they will give account. The word idle there is the word careless. Every careless words that you speak, you will give account. God does not want us as believers to speak carelessly. God wants you to be deliberate about the words that proceeds out of your mouth. In Colossians 4, 6, it says, let your word be seasoned with grace. So what you say is so powerful. What you say is so important. Glory to God. In Job 6, 25, the Bible says, how forcible are right words. It says that words fitly spoken are like apples of gold in settings of silver. So what you say is so important. You must not speak carelessly. You must speak intentionally. You must speak deliberately. You must speak having an understanding of the consequences of the words that you speak. Glory to God. And that is why if you're here, you're married. If you're hungry, you cannot speak carelessly to your spouse. Or you have a friend. You cannot speak carelessly to your friend. You don't have the luxury to speak carelessly. Because they say in Yoruba that, you know, words are like eggs. You know, when it falls, you cannot assemble it you have to learn to speak intentionally what you want to see is what you should speak be deliberate about the words that proceed out of your mouth glory to God speak intentionally I said neighbor it's time to start speaking intentionally Number two, speak positively. 
speak positively. In Job 22:29, 29, the Bible says, when men are cast down, you will say, now watch this. We have misquoted that scripture to say that when men say, there's a, no, that's not what he says. Go and read it. It is a when men say there's a casting down that you will say, he says, when men are cast down, you will say there is a lifting up. What brought them to a position where they were cast down was the words they were speaking. So he's saying to you that, see, be careful. When men are cast down, it's more like a warning. When men are cast down, you will say there's a lifting up because how they came to where they were is by what they said. So don't say, oh, it didn't say women said, no, 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 no. When men are cast down, you will say, because you would have what you say. Have you not read in the Bible, Mark 11, 23? You will have what you say. Numbers 14, 28, it says that as you have spoken before me, everybody who said in numbers 13 that the land is too great we cannot possess it none of them entered into the promised land except joshua and caleb the bible says they possessed a different spirit can you possess a different spirit a different spirit eteros another of a different kind they possess a different spirit. So when men are cast down, your testimony will be different. Well, how do you say loud amen to that? When men are saying there's no money, your story will be different. When men are saying there's lack, your story will be different. How do you say loud amen to that? This morning, in John 3.10, the Bible says, let the weak say I am strong. Question, is that not lying? But that's what the Bible says. Let the weak say, I am strong. They are not lies. They are faith words. There's a song that says, let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. Because of what the Lord has done for us. Give thanks so what you say is so is so important speak positively speak positively over your children over your over your husband don't say oh, my husband you are very very stupid you are so broke don't say that these children they are so dumb so you came out of 24 you, you came 23rd. You are so daft. I remember I, was, I used to gist my wife that the, the word that my, my mom used against us when we were growing up, the one that I hated the most was daft. Oh, daft. Ah! Each time she says that thing, ah! Ah! Well, if you don't understand that, I don't know how to explain it to you, but what it simply means is that you're rolling like a baba's chair. How many of you, your parents have used some words on you that you vowed not to use on your children? Anybody like that here? 
when they insult you when they talk to you they literally batter your self-esteem see 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 do you know what that means they say they say they say ashunu or there that one is still mild you see if you if you hear this like ashunu okonu aridi afofu bemu i don't know where they got those things from ah god bless our parents how do you even how did you come about that that's like a paint mixer or something <sighs> speak positively the words that you speak either programs you for success or failure ah this business will not work it won't work because you've declared it I'm not sure I will pass this exam. I can guarantee you will not pass. Then you go get into an argument with your husband or them broke man, asshole. Poor man, poor man, poor man. I don't even know how I married you. Okbonu or there. So go and look at your mates. What your mates are doing. Your mates are doing big things. Look at Pastor now. Look at Pastor. Look at PM. Look, you are there. You, you do, doing, doing nonsense. Idiots. Idiots. I can guarantee you, if you continue that way, I give you one year, you will lose that marriage. You know, there are people that. They have degree in abusing people and they, they think that is a gift of the spirit it's not if i abuse people for you and you think that you know it's something that you should be proud of how many of you when you were growing up in school you never want to offend some people because you know when they open their mouths there's this lady that abuses a lot in movies. You, you, I'm, I'm sure you've seen that Jago movie. Th there's one lady that abused Woliagba. That lady in real life, if they abuse you, they have utterance. It, it's, it's the gift of utterance misdirected. When they speak, the words that they speak, they are not spirit and life. They speak death. I'm not sure this marriage will work. You know, when my wife and I got married, before we got married, we used to have a lot of issues, a lot of issues. But we tell ourselves that this marriage will work. Is it working? Is it working? Is it working? Is it working? Why are you envious? Is it working? Is it working? Celebrate others so you too can be celebrated. Stop eating beef, it's not good for your health. <laughs> See, 
I see this relationship eating the wall. You are just, it's, guess how old relationship is? Just a day old. There are people who are just master, they have masters in pessimism. You just said yes. Just a day, that you can, just a day. I said that. Each time I think about us, <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I, I, I can't see a future. You will not see it. You have to learn to speak positively. Even when your children are not getting the best grades, speak positively over their lives. So. My, my, my wife and I would say, oh, this marriage would work. You know, we cannot, we cannot have a divorce. We would, we would do well. This would thrive in the midst of the issues. Just, thank you. Speak. The Bible says in Romans 4, 17, God who quickens the dead and calls those things that be not as though they was he lying? No. What was he doing? He was speaking into the atmosphere. Glory to God. Number three, speak consistently. Speak consistently. There are some of you who declare things just for a few days or months. Just because you are here to see the manifestation. You already gave up. <laughs> it's a year of overflow. Glory to God. And you are in August. You're almost passing out. <laughs> God showed up when they threw them into the fire. Think about it. God is humorous. I mean, when they were threatening them, he didn't show up when they apprehended them. Tao, he didn't show up when they were trying to, you know, eat the fire. God did not show up. In fact, when he got angry and said, Eat the fire seven more times, God did not show up. God ensured <laughs> that they were inside the fire. Could it be that you have not entered the fire yet? That is the reason God has not showed up. Could it be that you've not... If you understand what I'm saying, your prayer point will be different. God, bring the fire now. Let's go, go enter. Just say, if we, if we stay here, we die. If we... Let us go... God, every challenge, bring them now. Let us fight the battles now. Could it be that you are not in the fire? That's why God has not showed up. Some of you will need, need to have three outbreaks before you get the right person. Should I speak louder? So if you're going to pray any prayer now, let the outbreaks come. Now. While you are 23, let them come. Only you are 34. Because then you become a prayer point. To the, to the community 
God owns times and seasons, not your calendar. Can you start praying that God let the fire come now? Let us enter once. It says if you pass through the fire, it will not hurt you. That should be Isaiah. Uh, Isaiah, I think 53, I'm not sure. 43, 2 or so. God is so particular about the words he says. He didn't say if. Say when you pass through the fire. So it is certain. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. You will pass through it. It's your destiny. Tell you what's it, neighbor? Passing through the water is your destiny. You will pass through it. But I have a word for you. You will not be drowned. Speak consistently. The Bible says in Hebrews 4.14, Seeing that we have a high priest that is passed into the heavens, let us hold fast our confession of faith. So we have to hold it fast. We have to hold it. In Hebrews, no, Ecclesiastes 11.3, it says that when the cloud is full, it will empty itself when the cloud is full so when you are speaking and it looks as if nothing is happening don't worry the cloud is gathering the cloud is gathering you prayed you did that you've been speaking it you've been speaking it you've been speaking it don't stop saying it keep saying it keep talking it keep declaring it I have abundance my God supplies all my needs. Even in the midst of, of contrary circumstances, you keep saying it, keep declaring it. One day, the cloud will be full. Do you hear what he said? It says when the cloud, it will empty itself. Not that you'll be praying for rain. When it is full, it will empty itself. No, there are seasons in immense life that they would think that you did rituals. No, the cloud was full. Even you, you are surprised at the happiness in your life because you are just thinking to yourself that ah, what did I really do differently? The cloud, and I came to announce you, your cloud is full right now. In the name of Jesus, speak consistently. Speak consistently. Let me give you one more. Let me give you one. I have seven here, but I'll give you one more and then we can wrap this up. Speak authoritatively. Don't speak like you are defeated. The Bible says in Revelations 1 6, Revelations 5 12, that God has made us kings and priests. What do kings do? Kings decree. How do I know this? Ecclesiastes 8 4. There's anywhere the word of a king is, there is power. Who can tell him what you're doing? 
nobody questions the king in fact the king cannot question himself go and read the book of hearts when Herodias, Herodias, you know when she danced and then after she danced she was asked what she wanted right and she asked for the head of of John the Baptist in a, in a platter you remember that story you remember that story and she said that the king said that you have it because the king wished that he could reverse what he said but because he has said it so shall his word be that proceeds out of his mouth it will not return to him void you see understand this you are a finished project in the hands of God God has finished your destiny before he brought you here you are you were not mass produced you are not here by happenstance or by chance you're here by divine ordination David was speaking confidently was speaking authoritatively glory to God I'm gonna give you two minutes to speak this morning some of you need to reverse some things that you have said about yourself about your business about your marriage about your relationship you need to reverse them the Bible says you will decree a thing and it will be established and light will shine on your paths Proverbs 22 28 let me say this as I wrap this up you are the first prophet over your life now I know that prophets can give you words but you see you can change let me say let me say this here the Bible says the things that are secret belongs to God right but the things that are revealed belongs to us and to our children anything that God reveals he reveals because you can do something about it hear what I'm saying very well this is so important so if a prophet comes to you and says to you as you're going out tomorrow I see blood I see blood I see blood it does not mean that as you go tomorrow you would have accident on the way no for God to reveal it you can take authority over it but some say, oh, I'm not going to go out tomorrow. No, you, you, you missed the point. He revealed it to you because he wants you to do something about it. I'll, I'll give you an example. God sent Isaiah, go and tell Ezekiah that put your house in order for you will surely die, you will not live. <laughs> so he says you will surely die, you will not, just in case you don't understand what I'm saying. You will surely die in case you think that you will not live <laughs> so you can fully understand and then when the prophet left the bible tells us that ezekiah please let me get out scripture ezekiah turned his face to the wall and then he began to pray he began to seek the face of god <laughs> glory to god 
and God reversed what he sent Isaiah to say and not just that God added 15 extra years to his life can you give me that scripture please I'm saying to you right now your best days are ahead of you oh I thought you would say a loud amen to that and it was so when King Isaiah heard it that he tore his clothes, covered himself with sackcloth, and went into the house. Where did he go to? Next verse. Next verse, fast. And it's, then he sent Eliakim, who was king over the household. Next verse. And he said to him, Thus says Hezekiah, this day is a day of trouble and rebuke. Next verse. It may be that your God will hear, lift up the prayer. Next verse next verse next verse next verse and that said to him does you say to your master do you not be afraid of the words Isaiah what Isaiah 38 okay Isaiah 38 then Ezekiah from verse 1 from verse 1 I want you really to pray this morning in those days Ezekiah was sick and near death and Isaiah the prophet, the son of Hamas, went to him and said to him, Thus says the Lord, set your house in order, for you shall die. In case you don't understand, you will not live. Verse 2. Then this guy turned his face toward the wall and prayed to the Lord. Verse 3. And said, Remember now, Lord, I pray, how I have walked before you in truth, and with a loyal heart, and have done what is good in your sight. And this guy wept bitterly. Verse 4. And the word of the Lord came to... God is very interesting. <laughs> you see, that's why you cannot be doing the work of the ministry in the flesh. That I said it. I, I, if I be the man of God. God told the same as Isaiah. And the word of the Lord came to Isaiah saying, Go and tell Ezekiah, Thus says the Lord, the God of Father, of David your father. I have heard your prayer. I have seen your tears. Surely I will hurt your days 15 more years. For everything you have suffered in this year, God would have 15 more reward, more compensation. Can you say, I receive it right now in the name of Jesus? Reuben was cursed by his father. Why was he cursed? Because he had an affair. with his father's wife but the prophet of God he says let Reuben live and not die and let his men not be few any curse some of you here you've offended people you've duped people you misbehaved they, they placed a curse on you this morning there will be a reversal Oh, I thought you say loud amen to that. Said this morning, every words that the Lord has not planted in your life that is causing your life to experience a delay and a stagnation, I decree in the name of Jesus, an end has come to those words right now. In the name of Jesus, stand to your feet. I'm going to declare in the name of Jesus. Begin to declare in the name of Jesus. Begin to pray right now in the name of Jesus. 
every words speaking against my destiny every words I've inflicted upon myself by my own hand Lord I decree in the name of Jesus I decree in the name of Jesus I put an hedge yes so the Bible says the Lord will utterly destroy affliction will not arise second time declare in the name of Jesus every words yes Lord maybe your father cursed you your mom cursed you say father in the name of Jesus I put a stop in the name of Jesus there is no enchantment against Jacob there is no division against Israel I declare in the name of Jesus Christ an end has come to every curse in my life in my family in my lineage in the name of Jesus I will prosper I will do well in the name of are you are you praying at all <laughs> are you praying at all this morning if you're watching online declare right now in the name of Jesus watching on Instagram watching on YouTube say father in the name of Jesus every self-inflicted curse in the name of Jesus from all from my father from my mother from anyone I've offended and genuinely they have the right to curse me but Lord in the name of Jesus I stand in the authority of your word I declare in the name of Jesus those counsel will not stand in the name of Jesus are you praying right now pray you have the next two minutes to declare in the name of Jesus whatever I've said concerning my business my career my ministry in the name of Jesus over my children I decree and declare right now in the name of Jesus yes Lord lift your two hands to heaven I want to bless you and I want you to receive it with a believing amen I declare in the name of Jesus every negative words spoken over your life over your business over your destiny I declare in the name of Jesus let there be a reversal right now in the name of Jesus every idle word you have spoken over your own destiny every self-inflicted pain of retrogression you have spoken against your life I declare right now let there be a reversal in the name of Jesus I speak to the roots of every negative confession you have made against your finance against your business I declare right now let there be a reversal let there be a reversal let there be a reversal in the name of Jesus one of my uncles when we were growing up he used to say that until he's 50 he will not get married he got married 48 when we that he raised he took a bath when we we're growing up we got married our children of up to 10 years before he got married I declare in the name of Jesus every self-inflicted stagnation you have placed on your own life I declare uh, they are destroyed right now in the name of Jesus I launch you into a new season in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus every enchantment every divination against your own destiny by your own hand I declare an end has come to them right now in the name of Jesus I declare over you it's a new season it's a new day it's a new dawn 
in the name of Jesus and as you step into this week you will see signs of changes in your life in your career in your business in your ministry in the name of Jesus shout the loudest amen somebody so shall it be in Jesus name we are prayed can you rejoice right now hallelujah make a joyful noise make a joyful noise thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast we're glad you're part of our community now and trust you are blessed by today's message please subscribe to the show or shibesan podcast like and share as well you can also find pastor shew on instagram at shew or at grace made ng